welcome to Iconic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. And my name's Nikki Hoffman, a physician assistant turned real estate agent on the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. Yep. If you want local knowledge, you've come to the right place. And I'm excited about today's episode. I feel like I've been talking about it for a couple of weeks now. Okay. (laughs) And, you know, then I had a solo episode and then last time was just us and you've been sick. Mm. You know, by the way, are you feeling a little bit better? I'm feeling better. Yeah. I feel okay. I... Yeah, I just still am a little okay. not quite good sounding like myself, but I feel Did fine. you have to go to a doctor at all? No. No. Do I you mean, ever do that when you get like sick? I do. I mean occasionally. being a PA yourself. Yes. No, I do go occasionally. Okay. <laughs> yes. Do you send well, your family? Especially family's... now that I'm like forty something, I feel like I go uh, all the time. <laughs> are are you like your family's kind of provider, you know, when when you get a sniffly nose to the family? They come to you? Yeah. yeah, families. Well, kind of. You get yeah. all the phone calls from sure. yeah, you get, random you know, family members. What should I do? What should I take? Or just, you know, I think the best is when you can tell people like Buy this generic at the drugstore. Yeah. Quit buying the Advil. You know, buy this. Do instead. you ever, have you ever charged your family members? No. You know. No. <laughs> no. Are you legally allowed to do that? I don't know. Probably not. I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> that happens at my house too. You yeah. Know, with my wife yeah. being a PA. Yeah. Uh, just any old family member will just end up every now and then pick up the phone and be like, "Oh, yeah. come look at that." We were at, with friends just the other day. <clears throat> I don't know if they're listening or not, but it's mm-hmm. fine. They have a, a newborn baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember. A few months old maybe more and then mm-hmm. she had a rash it's like erica come over here and look at this yeah you know so there's this like oh yeah need for somebody that you know mm-hmm. that you trust to yes. say okay here's like yeah. something going on with my family with my newborn here's a rash like what do you think about it and erica instantly put on provider mode she, oh, was, yeah. she went from like friend hosting to be like what's happening yes you know, like, oh yeah yeah that, and that antennas happens. went up you yeah know? Yeah, you know when you get a text from like your neighbor at a certain time of day, you're like, oh, they need medical, like they need medical advice because they would never text me at this hour yeah. unless it was, you know. So yeah, it definitely happens. A well, fair this amount. episode is in your wheelhouse. Yeah, I'm re- I'm really excited about this one because I've kind of been watching um, what. So our guest is Kelly Bada, and she's a physician assistant. Uh-huh. Um, and I've been, you know, watching what she's been doing over the last couple of years. And we did used to work together in the ER. Okay. A bit, so, so I know, you know, what a good provider she is, and how she, how smart she is, and what a hard worker she is. So I've just been really impressed, like, with what she's doing. And so I'm glad she's going to be here to talk and about it. And she is almost going to be that person you can call that is that trusted family member yeah you know like what we're yeah. talking about i mean i have it in my house you have yourself in mm-hmm. your house are the people mm-hmm. that can call yeah but not every person has a no. medical provider that they can just pick up the phone and say i trust you tell yeah. me what you think we take it for granted or because come over we to have, my house we have that access but not everyone does so yeah having that kind of a trusted person is really important so let's hear what she has to say because yeah. this is going to be i think groundbreaking mm-hmm. we shall see yes here's kelly Bach. Well, I'm super excited to be here with Kelly Bada of Smarty Pants Medicine. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm yeah. excited to be here too. Good. Um, so we want to just learn more about you and your business. I mean, you can start off just telling us a little bit about yourself and what brought you to Winchester. All right. So 
I came to Winchester for PA school, actually, at Shenandoah University. Mm-hmm. And while here, like a big nerd, I met my husband in anatomy class. Does that happen all the time? Did yeah. you I really? Mean, I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I didn't know he went to school here, too. <laughs> he did. He came yeah. for funny. a physical therapy school. Right. Um, so we were one of the PAPT couples, and there have been several that have come out of SU. Oh, funny. Um, and you share a class together, even those different degrees. You share right. anatomy. Yes, yeah. we do. Okay. Yep. You know all about that. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we share anatomy, and then we also went to church together. So we okay. met, and then we both got off our jobs, you know, and locally. Mm-hmm. So we stayed, mm-hmm. and here we are, 13, 14 years later. And so both yeah. of you were transplants to Winchester, then yep. you, you both came for school. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's really cool. So then what made you stick to Winchester? Yeah. Yeah, we liked the feeling here. I mean, it was small, everybody was friendly, and then geographically it was really close to both of our families. Mm-hmm. So my husband's family's in Virginia Beach, okay. and mine is in Pittsburgh, and so we could kind of easily mm-hmm. weekend, mm-hmm. Yeah. you know, both places, yep. and, and that way we felt like when we grew our family, it would kind of work for us. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. go straight great. into the PA career. Like what, straight in, yeah. What's your job that you had right out of school? Yeah, so rotations matter in PA school, and I got hired at one of the places I did one of my last rotations, mm-hmm. and internal medicine. And that's still the field that I'm in now. So I did um, that for several years. Yeah. And then I wanted to try emergency medicine. So I was the first female PA they hired there years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, did that for a few years. And then... Groundbreaking. I, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Go Winchester. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Between you, Drew Hammer, mm-hmm. and then... Did I? Was I, I the third came. one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I was the second came. female. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> second groundbreaker. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So but that's we, where Kelly and I met. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So then after that, I went back to primary care. I really liked the continuity of care with patients and being able to kind of stay with them and their families through the years. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I landed. And then I stayed in small private practice. Um, for multiple years and then our small practice got bought out by a large mm. local health system mm. so I went through that transition and got to work for a larger organization for several years and then about a year and a half ago I resigned from that I have small children and so I was missing practicing medicine mm-hmm. trying to figure out a better way to kind of mix where I was in life as a mom with still doing what I loved and I missed medicine so much as whenever I found this model called direct primary care yeah just mm. researching online how to find a better way for balancing it all. Yeah, so I've been, you know, following you on social media and really Thank intrigued you. about <laughs> intrigued about this model. So yeah. tell us about direct primary care. What is what is it and what is it what does it mean for the general public? Yeah, so it's a big question. Yeah. So <laughs> direct primary care. So the first piece of it is it's primary care. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for for people who don't know, that's usually that's from birth all the way until you know you're older and mm-hmm. so um, primary care is kind of your quarterback of your health care team you do all your preventative care um, sick visits that kind of stuff so it's still the same type of health care mm-hmm. as you would find in any traditional primary care um, but the direct part is is different and so what's different about that is you have direct access to your provider so instead of kind of all of all of these layers it's kind of like concierge medicine in a way mm. because you get your provider's cell phone number you can text me, call me, email me personally. There's not like layers of people you have to go mm-hmm. through. There's no front desk. Exactly. You don't <laughs> have to do the phone tree. Triage. You don't have to do yeah. the phone tree thing. Yeah. Um, and so it just makes it easier. So uh-huh. convenience is a big piece of it. Okay. Um, and then the other thing about this model is what sets it apart from concierge medicine mm-hmm. is that it's actually a monthly membership. So I like to say it's like Netflix, but for healthcare. Mm-hmm. Merging it, Netflix and healthcare together. Yeah, hey. Never heard of that. Yeah, we, but, it but, works. It speaks, but you're, you're speaking, speaking our, our language, language as far yeah. as like being, you know, relational based and concierge based. You know, having direct access to 
you know, customer and patient and mm-hmm. provider. In many other industries, you know, this is this is becoming a new thing. Yeah. And so just like Netflix, where you pay a low fee mm-hmm. and you have unlimited access to all their videos, and it kind of replaced the other model. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in primary care space, this is this model has been taking off, especially the last four or five years, mm-hmm. even though it's been around for like fifteen or twenty years. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, okay. There was a physician and a lawyer who started this in the Midwest okay. years ago. Uh huh. Um, but it's just kind of taken off as many providers are feeling burned out or feeling like there's this struggle, you mm-hmm. know, of practicing the way they thought versus the way that it has ended up and, yes. and what kind of healthcare has morphed into. Sure. Um, so this has been a solution for patients and providers. Uh-huh. Um, by doing this low monthly fee, then we can spend more time with people because mm-hmm. we're not having such transactional medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not having to pack our schedules full of people for reimbursement purposes. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a lot more predictable for people to budget. Yeah. And it's also more predictable for the practice. And sure. S- and you, you get to know people on a more... Yeah personal basis you know like instead of just come in come out of a family practice facility you know Mm -hmm. I say facility but yeah Mm -hmm. I'm Mm -hmm. not a medical person here so ignore my (laughs) language but you know I mean doctors say just churn and burn get people in get people out and how well do you really know your physician when you see him once a year yeah and so yeah and so I was on that side of healthcare for a long time and Mm -hmm. I don't want to you know put any any of those providers down or practices they're doing their super best it's Mm -hmm. just that the system is designed in such a way that they have to see people at such a high volume and um but doing in doing that you lose some of that relational Mm -hmm. and for patients oftentimes because of the way the reimbursement model is in my opinion it it kind of disinhibits or it inhibits people from going to seek care because Mm. they know they're going to get an unexpected bill Um, and they often only have one visit a year covered with their preventative care. Right. So many people financially just don't want to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so in this model, it's a little bit more like, okay, I have this low monthly fee, but I can access this person whenever. So it encourages prevention. It encourages, let me ask about that thing instead of waiting until it's a big problem and you know, hmm. oh my gosh, now I have to go yeah. get help. You yeah, know? Yeah. And so that's how, you know, in the, in the big healthcare picture, mm-hmm. um, it can stand to save people a lot of money. So and does also it, the system in general. Yeah. So do yeah. a lot of your interactions, are they, I mean, they, I would assume they start as like, you know, electronic communication by phone mm-hmm. or you do a mm-hmm. telehealth visit, you know, FaceTime or what, yeah. what do you, what do you use? Do you use like some kind of electronic medical record? Like how yeah. does it work? I mean, as a, yeah, so you don't, so you don't have to, but okay. I do. You do. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's one that's built specifically for this model because, um, we don't, so we, the, the big reason that we're able to keep the expense down is because they don't participate with insurance companies. Okay. And so that sounds terrifying to most people because we're used to that model. That's the model that we have. But mm-hmm. um, by actually taking that piece out, it takes out a lot of the administrative cost, the billing, the coding, mm-hmm. the staying in compliance, all of the stuff that you have to do in traditional healthcare to get reimbursed by the insurance company. Right. Well, in this model, they're not reimbursing me. My patients are. Mm-hmm. And so that mm-hmm. whole piece can go away. And so from an economic standpoint, the cost can be lower, yeah. right? Because we don't have to char- upcharge to cover fees. And there's no deductible or, right. you know, your deductible is your monthly fee, yeah, I guess. So there's, so, no, yeah. there's no co-pays. Right. You know, you don't pay you don't pay more if we yeah. talk two weeks later and then you text me on Friday about an update about how you're doing. Uh-huh. Um, and so it really encourages better care. This is where my eyes glaze over. I mean, co-pays <laughs> and insurance and money and yes. numbers. I'm just like, oh my gosh, just yeah. like, just give me something that can take care of me and I, who I can call when I'm sick. Yeah, it, yeah. So you use the word provider. And yeah. so for us people who aren't in the medical yes. world, explain the difference that you're a physician assistant. Yes. So there's 
doctors and there's nurse practitioners. Walk us through really what a PA does and the differences of those providers. Sure. That's a big question too. I tried. (laughs) Yes. I think we could do like a whole nother hour on that. Right. Um, But yeah, so PAs are separate from both NPs and physicians, as you said, and we have... um, a bit, you know, most programs are about two and a half to three years, Nikki, you would mm-hmm. say. Yeah. And so we get our terminal degree as a master's degree mm-hmm. in, in medicine. Um, and so we are advanced practice providers. And so very similar um, in practicality to nurse practitioners. Um, and then we always practice with a collaborating physician. So that mm-hmm. is one thing different about our profession that I actually mm-hmm. really like. We kind of always have this teamwork. Mm-hmm. We always have a colleague we can, you know, back up or bounce ideas Very off. Very similar of. to like our real estate world where there is a real estate agent. Yeah. And sure. you have to report and you have to work for a real estate broker. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Very mm-hmm. similar. Yep. Yep. So similar structure there. Um, so we practice medicine. We can diagnose and treat, prescribe medications, all the things, mm-hmm. um, participate in surgery. We can't do the surgery alone. We can first assist. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's a difference in the inpatient world. But in primary care, we function very similarly. So now mm-hmm. take that world that you're describing, PA world, mm-hmm. and now you are on your own doing mm-hmm. this concierge type, type Netflix type <laughs> providing. Yeah. So merge those two kind of scenarios together of like what really you are doing personally for our community here in Winchester. Yeah. So thank you for asking that. That's so, why I'm here. Yeah. So yeah. I, um, I really think there's been a gap as far as especially small employers and people who don't have access to any healthcare, you know, healthcare insurance started, it, it wasn't always employer sponsored. I didn't know that, but way back when it started, it wasn't that way. And it's over time, it's grown to be that way. Mm-hmm. And so there are a lot of industries, you know, realtors are one of them where you don't have access to employer sponsored health insurance. And so then you're out on the market as an independent and it's very, very expensive. And so you're either fortunate enough that you can afford that mm-hmm. or you don't have any care. And so then you end up using urgent care and emergency medicine as your primary care. Now, they do a great job, but it's very different. You know, nobody's talking to you about your vaccines and your preventative health care and your screenings. And Mm. you don't have time for that in Mm -hmm. an urgent setting. Right. They're urgent and emergent scenarios, you know. And so and then people are also on the flip side of that getting really high cost bills Mm -hmm. because that stuff should be taken care of in primary care where it's Mm -hmm. low cost Mm -hmm. and it's not. So it's kind of messing up the whole system and access. And from a patient standpoint, this is just so convenient and it's so much cheaper and the fact that we value price transparency hmm. and that I have, if I order you lab work, I can tell you exactly to the penny, this is how much you can expect. Then people have a choice as a consumer. If they have the luxury of having insurance, they can turn the, the lab work in or the x-ray imaging into their insurance and have it paid that way. Okay. Or if the negotiated rates that I have through my practice are more affordable for them, they can pay cash for it. Right. And so then as the consumer, you get to decide like what works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is just a really different out of the box model way for people to get healthcare. And oftentimes it saves money for people, mm-hmm. um, because again, it's predictable and we can, the data shows that I've learned and, uh, started before I started this business that about 80 to 90% of your lifetime healthcare needs are met in primary care. Hmm. So when you think about it and you budget that out, if you can keep most of that stuff in house and you can predict that because I'm giving you the cost, mm-hmm. you know, how much more you might engage on your personal health than if you were just using the traditional model. And even your model. primary care provider is going to send you to a specialist if something 
crazy yeah. comes up. Yeah, and, and we so can still do that. You're still doing that. We can that. still do that. Yep. Yep. Sure, you're still making the appropriate referrals. It's not like now you're yep. the only person right. providing care. Right, and we're still mm-hmm. participating in the whole health system network. You know, mm-hmm. it's just that the the payment model is different, okay. mm-hmm. and yeah. the way you access is different. So mm-hmm. I still have a collaborating physician, you know, that I work with, and I was going to ask ideas that. off okay. of, yep, okay. and um, does the administrative stuff to keep all the state legalities check boxes checked. You okay, know? all right, um, and so we have all that side of it in place, and mm-hmm. that was like a fun entrepreneurial business thing that I learned at the front end of this, you know, the medicine at this point in our careers. I mean, we've been doing this 12 years or so. Yeah. Um, that, that piece isn't always as challenging. And so learning the entrepreneur business side has been something that I've actually enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're not just doing medicine, but you're running a business. Yeah. Well, and the whole economics of healthcare, right? And you're helping people navigate this complex system that over time you do learn some of the ins and outs. You learn, Mm -hmm. oh, you could go apply for this program or you could go, you could get that medication for free because you're uninsured and you're, you know, your income is low. And so mm-hmm. you can kind of connect the dots for people. Mm-hmm. Um, and in typical traditional practice, we don't have time to do that for our mm-hmm. patients. I mean, we have to see a lot of people. Yeah. Right. So yeah. the numbers, you know, by the numbers, it's like two to 3,000 people in a traditional primary care practice is what a full-time provider takes care of. Um, and in this model, a full-time provider takes care of about 500. Hmm. So you can so, see by the volume difference where you have so much more time. So mm-hmm. what are your business goals? I mean, what's your yeah. end result? Like you know, how many patients do you really expect and want to have yeah, in your right, model? Yeah, right now, not that big because I don't want to work full time. Right. Yeah, because right. I've got small children. So the whole reason that I left was so that I can manage my life and not work 14-hour days mm-hmm. um, with a commute. And so I don't want to unintentionally ramp back there, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but there are other people like myself who are in a season of life where they want something different. And they want to do healthcare differently. And so I do want to become a resource for those people yeah. and to be able to connect providers to patients who also feel some burnout from having so many different providers on their team, yep. um, you know, or maybe just feel like their, their needs aren't quite met by the current system. So hmm. I think there's room for everybody at the table. There's so many patients that need to be seen. Primary care has been an under-resourced area for the last as many years as I've been in medicine. Sure. Yeah. There's been a shortage of providers. So, yeah. you know, it's not really a competition with anybody locally. It's just another resource. So yeah. walk us through, if this is speaking to me and I'm sitting here thinking, wow, I want to pursue this a little bit more. Yeah. I'm going to contact you. What are the first kind of interactions? What do they look like? Yeah. So typically people will go on the website and there's either an info form there. So they'll fill that out or my, you know, my cell phone is listed on there. So they'll call. Um, so there's some type of a digital usually mm-hmm. connection. Um, and then if you want to become a new patient, you just click the become a patient button online, all your new patient forms are there, demographic stuff. And so then that sends our company an email. I reach out to you directly. We set up a telehealth appointment. We do a one hour intake. So we do your full history. It's really exhaustive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we order, you know, any stuff that you might need labs, imaging records, all the things. Mm-hmm. And then within about a week or two, I come and I do a house call. Okay. So I come and meet so you. So you're visiting. Yeah. So it's not just like the teledoc, no. doc in a box, just see you from a screen. Right. You're personal. Yeah, you've got to examine people. You know? Yeah, and exactly. Yeah, and <laughs> right. so we've all you know learned about telehealth this last year, and it sure. de- it definitely has a place. Mm-hmm. Um, but so does physical exam, mm-hmm. right? And we're going to miss stuff if we're not examining our patients. So, right. Yeah, then I come to your house, I examine you, we go over your results, you know, pull up, pull up your imaging. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing what technology has been able to do. And so it's kind of a this cool marriage of old school house call medicine mm-hmm. with leveraging technology. Hmm. Um, and so it's been really fun. Yeah. Yeah. When you are um, like 
giving somebody lab orders or Mm -hmm. let's say you have to send them for x-rays or ct or whatever Mm -hmm. so how does that do you send them to preferred place that you use or how does that work Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, i have a preferred lab imaging center okay and it's not exclusive to you know they can go wherever they want but Mm -hmm. this is where i have contracted pricing with got it and so i say kind of if you want to use my my contractor pricing you go here and if you want to you know reimburse your insurance or you have old images there we want to compare with mm-hmm. um general public people may not know this but the imaging center it's good to keep consistent if you're mm-hmm. having the same thing imaged over and over so they can compare and so if patients have that then we totally do that you know because sure. that impacts care sure um but yeah so that's just a nice option for people okay so yeah transparency is big and mm-hmm. it's really nice because i don't know how many times nikki you had it but people would ask me well how much is that going to cost oh and we have and no you idea. honestly feel yeah. horrible because yeah. you don't know the answer yeah. it's not like you're trying to hide something but mm-hmm. like as providers we're just shielded from that it's a negotiated rate yep. between the facility and the insurance mm-hmm. company and yep. we're left in the dark yeah you, you're like you'd love to provide that information Absolutely. but you honestly have no because it clue. is a piece right it's <laughs> a very real piece of people's decision making sure. process and whether it's a it's an acute urgent thing or whether it's not finances mm-hmm. matters in that yeah and so this feels so much better morally and responsibly that i can be able to tell people here's what it is going to cost for you mm-hmm. and then you make a decision that works for your life and in and we let that play into people's decision making mm-hmm. um, because the other thing I, I learned in starting this up was a pretty sad fact but about 40 to 50 percent of our country is in medical debt mm. wow yeah that's huge yeah and we i mean i had no idea mm-hmm. and yeah. i don't think most providers know that Sure. Um, and it's, you know, it's nothing that we do intentionally. We're doing what we need to do, but it's the way that the, the reimbursement system as a whole and the pricing is set up. It sets a lot of people up for failure. So and we can do just, a better there's job. There's bad business models out You're there. Right. From the we can do a more responsible Provider job. side to then the, Looking, the patient side. Yeah. yeah. Looking yeah. back, I, you know, I can definitely, the number of times that a person in the ER would say, you would say, why don't you go back to X, Y, or Z person? I can't. I owe them money. Right. And right. I mean, that's sad. It I is. can't go back to them and get the care I need because I owe them money. And, yeah. And yeah. we're a small community, right? So mm-hmm. if you, you know, if you have a couple specialists, you don't have too many options before you're, then right. you're looking at cost of traveling mm-hmm. and then you're, you know, you're looking at some real barriers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, I'm not so naive to think this would solve the whole healthcare system problem. But, Obviously, yeah. You know, I think as far as primary care and what's happening locally, mm-hmm. it's awesome mm-hmm. to be offering this as an option. Sure. Uh, for certain What's patients. a cool story or success that you've seen already from yeah. starting this up? Yeah, so probably my, my favorite um, patient experience was just um, a single mom, self-employed, has been for 10 or 15 years, has two small children, and uh, never was able to afford healthcare. So never had any screening done, hasn't had hmm. any labs done, right? Getting to the age where that stuff is important. Um, heard about heard about me, signed up. We got her on board. We got all of her screening done, all of our lab work done. I was able to do an exam. Um, and she was able to budget for that and afford that. Mm-hmm. And now we're working at what can we find from a catastrophic plan level that she might be able to afford to pair with me, right? Because okay. I'm not saying you just use me. You still mm-hmm. need to have catastrophic mm-hmm. coverage if you mm-hmm. have a surgery or a hospitalization like that I can't help you with that Mm -hmm. and so people to cover their risk they need something to pair with it ideally Mm -hmm. but for patients who can't do that you know at least we can give them primary care and give them that peace of mind and so that felt really amazing to be able to take that worry away for her and and actually give her good care yeah um so that's one of the big wins yeah Mm -hmm. that's got to feel really good yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it was exciting cool so remind us again where can we find you? Because yeah. I mean, I, this is all very new and very fresh, and it's yeah. not there's not many people out there doing this. So there's website, mm-hmm. but then 
what what's the best way to contact you yeah so smartypantsmedicine.com is my website okay and there's all kinds of contact information it's on such there. a great name i think, yes. think all right, it's so awesome. let me ask that how did, <laughs> yeah. you, how did you come up with the name yeah yeah so, um, well, I use that phrase a lot with my kids, smart, smarty pants. <laughs> uh-huh. And um, I, I, apparently I used it 10 years ago in school, too, because some of my friends reached out to me from PA school and said I used to say that in school. Oh, so that is like authentically who, like, awesome. part of who I am. But the idea, when I Love heard it. about this model, I, I didn't think it was real. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if it was legal, you know? And so I was mm-hmm. researching all this, like, this sounds too good to be true. This mm-hmm. is so smart. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, this is really smart. This is smart patients, smart healthcare. This is the smartest way to do there primary care I've yeah. ever heard of. Mm-hmm. And then, so who's smart? The patients are. Because they're willing to try something <laughs> new mm-hmm. and think outside the box and actually pay less and get better care. Yep. It's smart. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's where the name came from. Okay, so, so I cut you off. Sorry. Yeah, so, yeah. All right. So smartypantsmedicine.com. You yep. can go there. And then uh, same name on all the socials. So smartypantsmedicine. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram. And then my um, practice number is 540-692-6132. Of course. Yeah. And Got you out. can email me directly. All that stuff is right on the website. See, I love that. I mean, how many doctors or providers are giving out their, their phone number? Yeah. That doesn't happen. Zero. And the, <laughs> Zero. And the, really, the really, really neat thing is that once like you actually know these people, right? Like they're text you're texting back and forth and you're taking really good care of them. And yeah. so mm-hmm. there's you know, there was this fear initially, like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna get like flooded with all this right. messaging. Mm-hmm. Or like midnight, you know, the phone's blowing and, up and Yeah. yeah. And, and it really doesn't happen. And that's what I had heard from so many practice owners across the US when I was researching starting this here mm-hmm. was that's that's really not an issue. People appreciate the care that you're giving them and they understand that you need to have a life to maintain mm-hmm. the longevity of the practice. Right. And yeah. so they're really respectful about contacting you for appropriate things and then, you know, during the hours that you set up, which has yep. been Well, well I, I appreciate awesome. the effort because it takes you got to take a leap of faith to get out there and do it, to start yeah. your own thing, to jump in the deep end. Yeah. This is not a franchise. No. This is the, you're, mm-hmm. you're creating everything from scratch from your research mm-hmm. and looking to be a successful business person in town. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah. Thank you. Tell it's us been about exciting. So you won, you won an award. I remember seeing, I think in the Winchester star, like within the last year yeah. uh, being like, you know, um, one of the best ideas, like local ideas for a business. Tell us about that. Like, how did you come to find out about that or present at that yeah. event? Yeah, thanks. So I was I was on social media actually, and, okay. and I, I saw that they were, were doing an entrepreneurial pitch contest. Uh huh. And so I was like, okay, this sounds terrifying. But right. It's the middle of COVID, and I'm starting a business. You know, and I and I I've never had to market myself before. Yeah. I was just like, you know what? I just have to try this. Mm-hmm. And so I did. I just put myself out there and it was terrifying, but mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I did. I ended up winning that competition. There are some other great uh, local entrepreneurs in the region that were yeah. in that with me. That's really cool. Um, and then they've kept that up every year since. So mm-hmm. it was a great experience and it and it did help get my name out there initially. So yeah. I appreciated that so much. We will much. help you get the name out there too. I mean, yeah. There's a lot going on. Now we yeah, also ask our guests yeah. five iconic questions. Oh gosh. So off the top of your head. Okay. You have to give us a quick little answer. Very okay. simple, okay? okay. All right. Question yes. number one: What is one of your favorite restaurants in town? Hmm. There's so many. Though. I know. <laughs> you Just, can say more you, than you one if you one. really need to. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, we like Roma's on the walking wall. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's great. And maybe I'll just stick with that because there's okay. probably eight that we go there's to regularly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> what is something you love about your neighborhood? Hmm. Um. Beautiful architecture. So right now we're in Old Town. Oh, cool. So just walking around, is, it's just awesome to mm-hmm. see the, the history and how people are taking care of their properties and making mm-hmm. them beautiful again. It's yeah. really neat. Yeah, yeah. the old traditional mm-hmm. houses downtown. It's beautiful. They're cool. It's mm-hmm. totally beautiful, yep. especially in the fall. I mean, yep. 
the, the last few days too gorgeous. have just been amazing so so question number three why is winchester a great place to live oh man well we love the community here um i think it's a great place to raise kids so obviously that's a big factor for us right now um we just feel like this is home I and mean, we've thought about moving back to where we both grew up uh-huh. and every time we visit we're just like you know what we we like winchester i mean there's wineries here we can hike here it's an active lifestyle it's a small community yep. um big enough that there's thriving businesses right mm-hmm. and it's, right. it's a pretty good hub for that mm-hmm. um, up and coming growing yeah you know, it's exactly. not on the downside there's a lot of energy on the here upside. Yes. for businesses yep. yeah it's a, so it's a great place to live from that standpoint i think you guys are in a great industry for where we're positioned geographically we're trying yeah, yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. Where do you meet or spend time with new friends in Winchester? Oh, man. We end up at a lot of the local uh, farmer's markets. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite? Hmm. I'd be hard-pressed to say a favorite. We we literally have, like, a rotation. Nice. We just kind of go to, even with our family, you know, like the apple picking and Mm -hmm. all the different things that you can do, getting your donuts and these kind of things. And you really do meet people out there. I mean, especially this time of year, go out there and pick some apples, walk around, Mm -hmm. see friends. Yeah. It's just a really enjoyable yep. environment, you yep. know? Agreed. So you might have already answered this, but okay. give us your, your best shot. What is one of Winchester's hidden gems? Oh, man. I don't know if what I do you think that. people don't know about? Well, I don't know if people don't know about, but just because the location is small. I like the, I like the espresso bar on the walking mall. See? All right. Yeah. So, I mean, that most people know about that, small. but it's, it's a I, tiny location, yep. but they're awesome. But the back, too, the yeah. little patio. Like I mean, I didn't know about that mm-hmm. until the last time I went there, which was only a few months ago. So I feel like that is a hidden gem. Yeah. <laughs> so I just did a, I did a giveaway with the practice recently, and uh-huh. my gift card was for them. Oh, nice. Because I do a lot of meetings there. And yeah. It's just a great little local spot. Awesome. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for yeah. being here, Kelly. It's yeah, amazing. We'll give yeah. you one last option for the plug. So give us the website again. Oh, yeah. Smart smartypantsmedicine.com and smartypantsmedicine on social medias and small businesses. We didn't really talk about that, but if you're looking to provide benefits and you can't afford traditional benefits, let's talk. There you go. And follow her on social media because you make some really cute and funny reels. I mean, I have been in medicine, so I find them humorous, but I think other people, (laughs) non-medical people will find them funny too. I'm giving it my best shot. You're doing great. I'm really impressed. (laughs) Take all the feedback. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks, Kelly. Thanks, Kelly. Well, Kelly is full of excitement, enthusiasm, yeah. and lots of knowledge. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm even more impressed, honestly, because like, I've kind of been like wanting to know more about what she's doing. Mm-hmm. And, and after talking to her and learning more about it today, I feel like even more impressed with like... So you're convinced? With, well, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, again, you know, different strokes for different folks kind of thing. Yeah. Like, you know, but certainly for... For the right patient, like this is a great model. Um, like she said, I mean, you know, it's depending on you know what you're. If you have insurance, if you are self-employed, you're not offered insurance through your workplace. I mean, that is an option. And like she said, she's not t- trying to take the place of right. catastrophic insurance, or you know, she's not doing surgery. She's right. not in emergency room. But you know, instead of going to urgent cares repeatedly, instead right. of going, you know. To get primary care um, at an affordable cost, I mean, it's going to work for some people. Is it going to work for every single person? No, but it's going to work for a lot of people. And I don't want to put her on the spot, but what do you think? I mean, if you are in fairly good health and you maybe go to your doctor once a year, maybe you don't. Like, she sounds like the right person Mm -hmm. to go to for somebody who's kind of just, you know, just basically run-of-the-mill 
person that doesn't have crazy health needs, right. this could be a good option where you're saving money and mm-hmm. you get that concierge, more personal provider. Yeah. And I mean, you know, so again, that whole dir- direct primary care concept, yeah. I mean, also... This one thing we didn't touch on in the interview that we talked about afterwards, not recorded, was that she's still collaborating with a physician. Yes. So if you have reservations yeah. about that, you know, she's a PA, she's still working with a supervising physician in this role. So she still has that sort of relationship going on and someone mm-hmm. to talk about cases with. I mean, I think, yeah, again, it's just, you know, I think it's it's going to be the right model for a lot of people. And yeah, the type of person that you just said, mm-hmm. especially maybe a young person who is coming off of, hey, I can't be on my parents' insurance yeah. anymore. I'm still in grad school. I'm doing whatever. I can't afford to pay this insurance premium to at least have access to care. Um, you know, again, non-catastrophic mm-hmm. care. I think that's going to be really an, a great service. And yep. certainly certainly there's a need. Well, no definitely doubt, look her no up. No doubt about that. And, yeah. and the fact that she won an award for being kind of this entrepreneur, you know, yeah. creative idea, uh-huh. it's... it's Definitely an up and coming idea, I mm-hmm. think. And to be first in town here in, in a small town mm-hmm. where, you know, we, we know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I think she's going to be able to help out a For lot sure. of our friends. And it's so. not like she's, again, she has a, a, a pretty wide, well, you know, breadth of experience. She's been working as a PA for several years. So it's not like she's, you know, she knows what she's doing. She knows her stuff, right? Well, just on that thought, let's Mm. segue into our next segment of where we like to spotlight what's happening at Icon Real Estate. Uh And I will brag about you just a bit because I saw a social media post about your day the other day and how you were able to get out of your box. Yeah. You you were, you know, feeling a little bit healthier and you went out and we together went to the hospital and were able to make some connections because of a service that we provide. Yes. Explain that service and what does that mean to our listeners? Yeah, so we um, are working together. I mean, obviously, as a whole, our entire agency, any of the agents can do this, but Mark and I specifically have have sort of teamed up to provide um, tours to candidates who are interviewing um, at, you know, workplaces in town. But specifically this week, we were, you know, going to Winchester Medical Center to introduce ourselves to people that we've communicated with by phone and email and, you know, have ha- have pro- provided some tours for in the past. We wanted to just stop by and say, hey, like, here's our face. This is what yep. we would like to be able to do for you. We want to share our love of Winchester in general, and also our knowledge of Winchester's real estate market and the town with your candidates. So if they're here interviewing for some amazing position within the hospital system, hey, um, you've sold them on Valley Health. What can we do to help um, sell this person on Winchester? And even better, yes, we will sell them on Winchester. Uh And I've got experience doing tours like this all the time for many, many years. Sure. And it's fun. You go around it and you get a chance to brag about town a little bit. Yeah. Have somebody just kind of see for a quick half hour, 60, 60 minute kind of ride around town what the different local neighborhoods are. Uh-huh. And at the same time, we're going to convince them that, yeah, Winchester is a great place to live. If you're coming from out of town, out of state, you might be a little questionable about, okay, am I going to come to this small town? What does it really look like? We will convince your prospective candidate who mm-hmm. you're interviewing to say, yes, they should work for you. Mm-hmm. This is a good place to be. Mm-hmm. And so we're partnering with these with Winchester Medical Center, we're partnering with Valley Health or even doctor's offices here in town. Mm-hmm. And with our combined knowledge of real estate brokerage, 
now we're both agents with your background medical history you can speak their language more than yeah, i can you sure, know we'll be yeah. able to help out exactly. in a significant way uh-huh. and i've been doing it for years but to be able to say yes i'm going to help out this specific try that again <laughs> specific community yeah. of medical providers it's going to be fun yeah exactly and i mean you know the hospital is you know growing and providing for more and more people so and providing you know a wider you know wider services more and more different specialties coming to the area so you know there are new people coming to town all the time so so. if you're listening and Mm -hmm. you and your office are looking to hire people um we have specific flyers that we can get to you and Mm -hmm. just say hey we'll give you a quick little tour around town help your people out help sell the position for you yeah give them a break from their interview day you know we'll take them on a tour grab a coffee yep (laughs) you know do whatever and just kind of show them around town and yep absolutely well that's 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 special so nothing to brag about just ourselves that's okay (laughs) yeah but that's our icon segment yes tell us about what's happening in upcoming local events around town nikki so i feel like we're we're going on a health theme this week so you know kelly yes kelly was here and then we went to valley health to talk about touring and then this saturday which i've done this a couple times in the past it's been a while i'm not gonna lie but this saturday um november 13th at 9 a.m the girls on the run is having that one of their you know 5ks have you heard of that um girls on the run before it's like an organization that's you know building confidence in in young girls um you know through activity so you know they get together i you know i think weekly with coaches and and you know walk and run and, and you know sort of get stronger and you know develop that pride in themselves and then it kind of culminates in this 5k that they do so it's 9 a.m this Saturday morning at Jim Barnett Park. Um, I'm sure you can sign up online or you could probably just show up the day of. I'm sure you can. It's awesome. I know I've done it before. You know, people run, people walk, people hold hands and walk. I mean, it's just like a yep. really cool, it's it's fun. It's a, it's a cool event. Well, I will admit I will not be able to be there because my son is going to be running in the state championships. Nice. Cross country. Oh, cool. With Hanley uh-huh. on Saturday. Oh, that's awesome. So they were able to get second place last week uh-huh. in the region and James Wood got third. Uh-huh. They were very excited about that. And okay. they all, the top three teams qualified for states. So oh. James Wood and Hanley will be running in the states on Saturday. Where's that? Great Meadows, right down the road off oh. Route 17. Yeah. Well, just like less than an hour away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so that's where I'm going to be. Nice. Cheering on. And so we've had Mark Stickley on and interviewed mm-hmm. him weeks ago. Oh, so he'll be there. He'll be there coaching. as well. Coaching. Nice. And he is pumped. He He's Aww. not trying to brag too much, but he's trying to give them the hope that they think they might be able to pull something off. So, you know? so we'll I see. know. Do do they do like a? You know, I remember in high school. You know, before tennis meets and things like that, it was like pasta or it was like pasta oh, yeah. night. Is, no, do you every, guys do that? Yeah. So every before every yeah. race, the night before, we have like a special team dinner. Yeah. And us families host it. Yeah. We, uh, me and my wife Erica, had to host. We didn't have to. We just missed out on the opportunity to host during the season. Mm-hmm. So we hosted the night before the regionals oh, okay. last week. Yeah. And yes, they're going to have another pasta yeah. night and do it all. Brings back and, memories. And Mark Stickley is giving them like the big pep talk speeches. He brought back special state champion Hanley runners from prior years, oh, even from the him. 70s oh, and awesome. the 80s and the 90s that came to give them a pep talk yesterday at nice. their team practice. Oh, so that's really cool. They're they're fired up. Yeah, I bet. 
So that's that's my Saturday. Aww, what else is exciting. on the local agenda here? So the following Saturday, November twentieth, um, I'm gonna lump this into health healthy. Okay. I mean, because I think at least when I cook chili, I feel like it's pretty healthy. But so there's a chili cook-off at Winchester Brew Works, mm-hmm. um, and so I you'll need to go on their social media on their Facebook um, page or website. But you basically can pay to enter, and then whatever you pay that fee is going to be benefiting the Winchester um, NAACP Youth Fund. So, I mean, a fun little thing to do. Share your chili recipe, compete if you think it's an amazing recipe, and, you know, it'll be a fun afternoon. Love it. It's 1 o'clock on Saturday, November 20th. We're in a health kick. Mm You've got to get ready for the upcoming holidays. Well, you know, yeah, exactly. (laughs) you get got a couple weeks to be, like, moderately healthy before before the holidays i feel yeah. like i need to go run a 5k I, I'm, I'm you know i did buy those yeah. shoes at runner's retreat and i've i've not I haven't used them. i've used them very infrequently <laughs> <laughs> that's all right we're supporting the local community by at least buying the shoes right. it's up to you kid to be motivated to go <laughs> yeah go run exactly well thanks so much for joining us on this episode of iconic talk we hope you learned something today and are looking forward to sharing more with you next week remember when you look for a real estate professional make sure they're experienced Innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. Yeah, we appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us. If you have a moment, we would love it if you would leave us a rating and review. And if you're enjoying listening, take a moment to subscribe or share the podcast with your friends. Until next time, think iconic. Iconic.